The Will You Grow Show goes live Sundays 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. To receive notifications, click the subscribe button beneath this video or visit YouTube's Will You Grow channel to see more shows and videos. And now, here's Will You founder Angelique Meadow with this week's Will You Grow Show. Welcome to the Will You Grow Show. How are you? I'm Angelique, founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com, an inspirational multimedia company that provides education and mentoring to nurture empowerment and joy. Our weekly grow show begins by tackling touchy subjects that'll tickle your tempestuous thoughts, fan your eternal flame, and salve your soul with hope. Halfway through, we'll take a 60-second look at what people have to say about us, and then we'll go hands-on to share tips and tools to begin implementing today's lesson into your life. Here in the studio with me today are our audio aficionado, Ben. Hey there. And our video, Santa, Neil. Good morning. They help make this show happen while sharing their colorful quips. This episode is sponsored by Life and Nature, who keep our hearts beating and our world turning, and by the Carrie Campbell Foundation, which supports creative video content that increases love among all people. Love that! We say thank you to the Carrie Campbell Foundation and each and every sponsor and donor. We'd also like to thank each and every viewer who hits the subscribe button and the bell to receive all notifications, and the like button and the share button today. Your likes and subscriptions notify YouTube to make this video easier for people to find. So your subscriptions, your likes, and your shares help others receive inspiration and joy, which is what we're all about. Now, on to today's episode. What is Holy Leisure? Whether your week has been extra challenging or par for the course, Sundays can be a restorative day of rest. For me, the healthiest way to power up and to take a rest from stress and reconnect to truth, love, and beauty and joy is through holy leisure, which is the topic of today's episode. The Latin word odium sanctum is also known as holy leisure. It refers to a sense of balance in life, an ability to be at peace through the activities of the day, an ability to rest and take time to enjoy beauty. It's an ability to pace ourselves and be at rest even when involved in activities. For me, odium sanctum is more than sleep or laying on the couch or simply not working. To me, odium sanctum is nourishing rest within and between activities. If you're wondering what that might look like, here are some examples. Last week, when I was working on today's episode, I allowed myself to also admire birds as they flew by, listen gladly to the songs that they sang, admire the sunshine on the leaves, the strength of the trees the smell of the flowers, and the breeze on my skin, and the peace in my heart. These are all ways I find balance within myself and rest while I work, and within my work. By doing this, I sense leisure and joy alongside concentration that's required to create a show. So why do I consciously make this choice to change my focus from work to what's happening around me? I do this because I experience balance, 
joy, and nourishment. More than just eating a healthy meal, true nourishment supplies vital energy to every area of our being and leaves us feeling that we are worthy, belong, and loved, regardless what happens in life and how hard it may be. To live requires rest. Not simply sleeping, wakeful rest is a requirement of life. How do we know? Well, we can take a look around. Everything in nature must rest or risk becoming miserable and die. For example, if we own a horse, we cannot simply feed it and ride it. It will either die of exhaustion, get sick, and or be depressed unable to function well and enjoy life. If instead we feed it, ride it, and give it some time to frolic in the fields and sunshine, we will see a fresh stallion who's ready to ride. Here's my personal experience. Until my early 30s, I did not rest. Sure, I did fun things like take trips, watch movies, and get together with friends, but I did not mentally or emotionally rest. My mind was never quiet. I was also a workaholic. That's not something I say lightly or in the attempt to be complimented or pitied. It was a real problem. I defined myself by my accomplishments. So when I took time off to rest, I criticized myself for not having accomplished anything. It may sound silly, but to me, I did not see the difference between rest and laziness. At that point, I had not yet learned the power of rest. After years without rest, I not only became exhausted and very ill, I also began to feel hopeless that I would always feel this way because I did not know how to fix my problem. Something needed to change, but I didn't know what. So I kept working too much and sleeping when I got sick. However, I did one little thing differently. Instead of feeling hopeless like nothing would ever change, I simply asked myself one question. I asked that deepest part of myself that I call life or God. The question I asked was, What do I need to know to be well? Being open and willing to receive an answer, I suddenly felt like reading. So I followed that lead and I stumbled across the words, Odium Sanctum, in an article. I decided to look up what that meant and began my journey to healing. As I explored what it was, I began to notice that I held a lot of tension in my body. Once I became aware of it, I was just reading, I could feel it in my body. I said, inwardly, I willingly release the tension in my shoulders. I instantly felt relief and inspired to release more of the stress and tension I was carrying in my body because after I did that, I could feel my shoulders melt, so to speak. So I went through my whole body and noticed where it was I had tension and said, I willingly release the tension in that area. It's a wonderful tool and I encourage you all to use it if that's something that helps you increase your awareness and release stress.
Now, although I didn't have all the answers on how to heal, I already felt better. So after I released that tension in my body, I decided that I should stick with this odium sanctum rest thing, and I did it more often. I allowed myself odium sanctum breaks every day at work for five minutes, then 10 minutes, then 15 minutes alone under the trees in Arizona, smelling the orange blossom breezes. I felt a vitality during those breaks, which brought with it the hope that I had been missing. Over time, taking these breaks created an unanticipated and highly sought-after result. I began to feel appreciated and cared for by me and life. I felt receptive and open to new ways of being without doing. I felt refreshed by this downtime and discovered that it was anything but lazy. And I began to heal and love myself and life more. And during these odium sanctum breaks, I began to ask more questions of life and listened to the answers. Odium sanctum was my inner door, which opened into meditation and regular communion with life and God. Now, I'll turn it over to you to consider. Can you relax with ease and experience holy leisure without feeling guilty or lazy? If not, what would it take for you to allow it? While you think on these vital questions, we'll take a quick break to see what people have to say about us. When we come back, we'll hear from the crew and talk tips, tools, and elements from Mother Nature to free ourselves to enjoy and be restored by downtime. The Will You Grow Show will now take 60 seconds to check in with you. If you're wondering how to apply a Grow Show topic to your life, here's what people say about mentoring with Angelique. I found myself just working all the time, trying to get my mind focused on that. The job that I was in, I was extremely burnt out. That was part of the problem. Angelique, she asked me, she said, well, if you could do something different and you're still within you know, the store where you work, what would you like to do? So I said, I think it'd be awesome to be, you know, the wine steward there. Our only problem is we didn't sell wine in the state of Tennessee at that time. But it was something that her and I discussed and we talked about, uh, we prayed about it. And she said, you have to believe that this is something that you want, then you help manifest it, you help believe in it, and one day this is gonna happen for you. Now here we are, I'm in a department that I love, which is wine, which I talked about with Angelique and I'm doing what I enjoy. It is now an absolute joy to come to work. So we've helped manifest, we've helped pray about it, we've got ourselves in a situation where it is, will you, and I have. This is your girl. Um, <laughs> Self-care is not selfish. If you really wanna dig deep and stop living on the surface, then schedule a conversation with Angelique. And now, back to the Will You Grow show with Will You founder, Angelique Meadow. Welcome back. Before we dive into tips and tools, let's see what the crew has to say about today's topic. Don't bother me, I'm gonna go rest. <laughs> <laughs> time to, is it time to, see we're resting right now. See? <laughs> you might think this is very uncomfortable silence, but we're resting. No, 
Um, I think it's very important to take a day um, to take time for you and to decompress. And wasn't that, isn't that the kind of hearkening back to old days? They did. A Sunday was their day of rest because they were busy farming or doing whatever all week and on Saturday, and they needed that day. They went and worshipped if that was what they wanted to do, and then they rested. They either went on walks or just sat on the porch. I rem even back when, you know, listening to tales from my mom, she would tell us that's what we did. We, did. we didn't go anywhere on Sundays. That was our day to rest. So, I think we've gotten away from that, it appears. We're constantly go, 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 go. Constantly have to be entertained. Constantly have to, we feel like, oh God, we're just sitting here when everybody else is out by their pole or going to the lake. Oh, we're just losers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... It it's tough to probably listen to your body like that yeah. and have that revelation if you're surrounded by your phone and your friends and your family. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but it, physically, it seems like something that once you take that time and, and do recognize, like, your sh my shoulders, my back. Uh, You'll never look my back. My knees, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Uh, joints are part of your body that's bothering you when you pay attention to that. Um what I feel like it's like riding a bike. You've done that once, and yeah. so it's going to be easier maybe every time to get to that place and recognize it. Um, you'll feel like not if you once you get into that place, not doing it. If you don't take that day, yeah. you'll feel oh my gosh, there's it's like that, not exercise. Uh, unity or duality yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Of obviously that stress uh, that your mind is experiencing, it will inject that if you will into your physical body and you're gonna you may not feel it until you start searching for right. it um, so but I think that's an easy way to address it and just you know you'll need to address it mentally as well but sure. the physical part maybe is the easier one. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> and once you start recognizing that and dealing with it then afterwards you can go deeper you're already relaxed physically you're dealing with that and then Maybe if you have more relaxation right. time, you can start to delve deeper and see why your shoulders you'll are so tight. You'll feel that. better. You'll <laughs> feel refreshed. You'll feel ready to take on whatever that next big challenge might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the point today is yeah. you don't even have to do that. You no. can just relax and feel better well, physically right. uh, without much work, really. You just no. have to take the time and just focus on you know those different parts and just do it. see where you're tense. Yes, in the body to just notice where it is that we've, we're holding some sort of discomfort. But then also it could just be as simple as saying, okay, I've been working on my computer for two hours. I need to look outside. I need to just stand yeah, yeah. up That's and right. walk out there, smell the day, breeze, it's, it's, yes, yes. and listen to the birds. It's like a way to reconnect with all of nature, all of the insides, how to ask ourselves, how do I feel? Just taking a few moments and that relaxation level that happens through those things is very nurturing. It's like giving giving yourself a hug. It's like um, that extra support of having someone that you know right. that really cares about how you feel. And guess what? That someone is you. Mm. It's awesome. And then, like I said, there's a door that happens if you do it enough. Eventually, it opens up to where you can experience more of what you, is called life, God, 
spirit, source, whatever you want to call it, but that communication and connection of just continually resetting and opening ourselves up to odium sanctum mm-hmm. relaxation time allows us to connect. Yeah. I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there are some European countries whose work ethic builds that this type of reconnection and recharging to yourself into their schedules. Oh, that was the Greeks who have an actual two hours to take from work, and then they go and they do whatever makes them feel refreshed and getting back into that podium sanctum. Sure. Yeah. The long lunch breaks long, yeah. or siestas in Mexico siestas. and uh, um, also time for months or so when people would take time off or if there's a psychological problem, mm-hmm. it's, it's take some time off, not to take some pills. Yes. So, yeah, there are a lot of different options there, but people don't, in a culture where we're driven, yeah. like here in the West, we're, we're so driven. driven and encouraged and rewarded for work, yeah. Yeah. we don't That's understand, we've lost touch with the value, the true value <laughs> of connection and rest yeah. as a source of connection and development of ourself with, in cahoots with the Creator. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Excellent. Good discussion. Thank you very much, guys. Excellent. And now it's metaphysical tool time. Today's healing stone is celestite. Ben, what have you got to share with us about celestite? I have a good amount of information on celestite. The following information is from wellandgood.com. Celestite is a high vibrational stone that blasts away those chaotic thoughts that keep you from attaining a clear headspace. Far beyond its soothing blue hue, celestite is believed to connect to your third eye, heart, and crown energy centers, a trifecta that encourages the highest realms of serenity. This mineral usually occurs in geodes, as crystals. The overwhelmingly soothing energy of celestite facilitates intuition and communication, which in turn create a sense of safety and calmness, allowing you to let go of your fears and give in to release. Celestite brings harmony and balance and will assist the holder in finding and maintaining inner peace in daily life and heightened receptivity to divine intuition. Celestite is often associated with divine power and is thought to increase understanding, higher consciousness, as well as mindfulness when used in meditation and prayer. Super. Thank you, Ben. And our healing animal for today is the koala. Neil, I believe you have some special messages for us about the koala today. I do got some great information about koalas, and I think we can all agree that koalas are one of the cutest animals out there. Uh, The following information about koalas is from spirit-animals.com. Koalas invite us to relax, enjoy the moment, and go with the flow of nature. These animals are also messengers for physical well-being. This koala meaning often comes to us as a signal to get some much-needed rest. These marsupials are known to sleep up to 20 hours a day. Oh my gosh. When their spirit comes to us, it may be a sign to catch up on your sleep or take a break. Furthermore, find an oasis of calm from the calamity of our daily lives. Koalas invite us to savor our downtime, enjoy our dreams, and revel in relaxation. Koala shows us how to live in silence and stillness. Are we surrounded by noise and motion? It can seem natural to be always in motion, always making noise. 
If we become like this, eventually we become uncomfortable with silence and stillness. Then we may feel the need to fill silence with empty sounds, empty words, and motions merely to overcome our discomfort. This truth can become difficult to hear when we are making so much noise. It becomes difficult to see when our body and our vision no longer know how to rest on any one thing. There is truth that goes beyond words and sound. There is a way of being very alive without constant meaningless motion. Koala speaks quietly, reminding us that a good hunter is still and silent, and not all hunting needs to involve death or violence. Mystery, that deepest truth that lurks in the shadows and the darkness of the unknown truth and guidance within us, can only be seen and felt when we become still and silent. Wonderful. Oh, the koala. Yes. And our healing flower for today is the white jasmine. That's what we have here. And I'll tell you, even just sitting next to it, it is intoxicating. It helps me, some scents like this really bring me to my senses, my presence, my body. It, it really helps me to, to notice what it is I'm experiencing. There, there's nothing more amazing on some levels than an intoxicating fresh flower fragrance. So this following information is from sage.com, and that's spelled S-A-J-E.com. So let's talk a minute about the jasmine oil. For thousands of years, people have loved the sensuous floral aroma of the jasmine flower. The soothing, uplifting fragrance drifts from warm cups of jasmine tea. And in many parts of Asia and South Pacific, jasmine flowers are worn on the body. The jasmine essential oil is well-loved for its soothing, uplifting properties. So why use jasmine oil? or enjoy jasmine flowers. Jasmine, the queen of the night, releases its romantic floral aroma under the cover of darkness. It is balancing for both the mind and the body. It's balancing for skin to promote euphoria and peaceful feelings. So how and where jasmine flower grows is interesting. There are about 200 species of jasmine and their appearance can vary by variety from an upright shrub to a climbing vine, which this is what that's cut from, the climbing vine. Jasmine plants are native to tropical and subtropical regions of Eurasia, Australia, and Oceania. The greatest diversity of varieties is found in South and Southeastern Asia. Only one jasmine species is native to Europe, but some species have become naturalized in the Mediterranean. Jasmine plants prefer full to partial sun and like to grow in well-drained soil. Jasmine are deciduous, dropping their leaves in fall, but some may remain evergreen and keep their leaves year-round. Jasmine will flower all summer from June to September, producing white or yellow flowers with four to nine petals. The flowers are around 2.5 centimeters, which is just under an inch in diameter, and form clusters of three or more blossoms. If you've ever brought a blooming jasmine home to a small apartment, you will know firsthand that jasmine flowers are deeply fragrant and can quickly fill the air with their sensual aroma. Allow the sweetly blooming jasmine to seduce you into enjoying some holy leisure in nature today. So what say ye? 
Will you take some downtime to nourish and recharge and care for yourself? Whether that means silence in the sunshine, playing with your children, walking in nature, reading a book, taking a bath, praying, gardening, meditating, woodworking, or petting your pet, I encourage you to love yourself enough to take some holy leisure today and be nourished. You're worthy and worth it. As for me, I'm going to take some odium sanctum time after today's show, and I'll share the metaphysical and spiritual experiences that arise from that over the coming weeks. As always, we thank you for watching and sharing time together. If you liked today's show, we'd be honored if you'd hit that subscribe button and the bell to receive all new videos. And hit the like button to let us know you like what we're doing. And hit the share button to share this message with people you care about. We ask for this because each time you like or share our video, it becomes more visible via YouTube, which allows new people to more readily find and watch the video and receive inspiration and tools for their healing. If you'd like to see more videos, click the green Will You button below, then scroll down. And if you'd like to mentor with me, feel free to schedule your complimentary conversation at willyougrow.com today, and I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. And for now, we bid you adieu. Take excellent care of your very fine self, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Always with love from Angelique. All right, we'll just leave all this up and we'll go relax. <laughs> exactly. Break it down later. <laughs> Break it down. Break it down. Break it down now. <laughs> For more information about programs offered by Will You, Mentoring with Angelique, and to watch video success stories from clients, explore willyougrow.com. If you or your company are interested in inspiring our mutual audience by sponsoring this or another of our programs, let's talk about it. Boost viewer confidence and trust in your company. Call 1-833-WILL-YOU, then press extension number 6. Make sure to click the subscribe button to get reminders before upcoming shows.